Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Or west of I-81 and the highest of elevations above 2,000 feet. Meanwhile, later today, your Wednesday afternoon, partly to mostly cloudy, 45 to 49 degrees coming your way. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are at 39 degrees in our nation's capital. The Washington region, where the news changes faster than a teenager's mood. Hi, Mom. Leave me alone. If you want to keep up, keep checking back with WTOP two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. 1259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, January 31st. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early Wednesday morning midweek at the 1 a.m. hour, John Angelos has agreed now to sell the Baltimore Orioles. We're hearing about the people shot in a string of carjackings and shootings. I'm Scott Gelman. What's driving D.C. gun violence? Number one reason is personal disputes. I'm Nick Einelli. Why Montgomery County will have to begin the search for a new police chief. I'm Kate Ryan. Wall Street finished mixed in Tuesday trading. Asian stocks mainly lower this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. One o'clock on WTOP. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. We're learning more about the drone attack in Jordan over the weekend that killed three American soldiers. Here's CBS's David Martin. The U.S. military is rushing additional air defenses to that base in Jordan, which officials acknowledge had not been as well protected against drone attack as American troop locations across the border in Iraq and Syria. Sunday was the first time the outpost, known as Tower 22, had been attacked. The drone came in low and slow shortly after parts of the air defense system had been taken offline to allow a returning American drone to land safely. President Biden told reporters on Tuesday he has decided how the U.S. will respond to the attack, which a group of Iran-linked militants is now claiming responsibility for. An atmospheric river will move into California this week, bringing back-to-back storms. KION-TV reporter Natalie Gutierrez says officials are getting ready for heavy rain and possible flooding. Santa Cruz County says that they're preparing for the storm. Do a lot more preventative and preparedness communication with the public. The alert warning communication tool is called CruiseAware and notifies people about weather-related events. Through that communication platform, we're able to message out. The county says they're clearing culverts and have been working on the creek channels to make sure they're clear of debris. Now to the latest on an endangered bipartisan immigration bill. CBS's Nicole Killian is on Capitol Hill. Even after all of these negotiations, Negotiations. If ultimately a compromise package emerges from the Senate, as speakers made clear, 
it may not get a lot of play in the House, and that is because many members do feel that stricter provisions like what they passed uh, in their package is what should be guiding this process. President Biden says the bill would give him what he needs to shut down the border. At least four people have died in the sinking of a tourist boat in Cancun, Mexico. Here's CBS's Matt Piper. The goddess of the sea was carrying 16 tourists and three crew members when it began to sink in rough seas. The captain has now been taken into custody and is facing charges. One of the passengers is reported to be a two-year-old child. Authorities have not released any of the passengers' identities. There's been a lot of buzz over Sesame Street's Elmo on social media recently. On X, Elmo asked, how is everybody doing? The post got a huge response, including from some folks who said they weren't doing so well. They said they're sad or depressed. The account then posted links to some mental health resources and said Elmo has learned that it's important to ask a friend how they're doing. Indeed it is. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. Are you a veteran, active-duty military, or already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. WTOP at 104. Good Wednesday morning, last day of this month, January 31st, 2024. Welcome in. We are looking at a partly cloudy sky, mild chilly, 35 to 40 for the low, according to Veronica. We're at 37 now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you this morning, the friend of a man who was shot during a string of shootings and carjackings earlier this week says he cannot make sense of the attack. This is just really awful. Michael Bennett's friend, Mike Gill, was shot on 9th and K Streets in Northwest D.C. on Monday night. They worked together for six years on D.C.'s Board of Elections. The incident left Bennett frightened. Something like this can happen anywhere at any time to anybody. Police say a suspect got into a parked car and shot Gill. His family says he was the one who was shot. I, I, I can't think of anything else to say other than just that. It's, it's just so senseless. I mean, what's the point of all this? Scott Gelman, WTOP News. D.C. police tell WTOP this morning Gill is in very critical condition at this hour. 105 Wednesday on WTOP. We're also learning meantime more this morning about the 35-year-old man who was shot and killed during the rampage. D.C. police say the suspect in the case carjacked 35-year-old Alberto Vasquez Jr. and his wife on N Street in Northeast. Vasquez gave the suspect the keys to his car, but the suspect still shot him anyway. He was taken to a local hospital where he later died. NBC4 spoke with Vasquez's parents, Jacob and Antoinette Walker. They gave up the keys, and for whatever reason, the guy still shot them and ended up killing my son. He didn't know my son. Like, for what? Like, you just shoot him? You know, you don't know him. Like, he gave you the keys. Vasquez worked for banks and law firms in D.C. He is survived by two young daughters. WTOP at 105. Increasing gun violence has been a persistent problem in the nation's capital in recent years. New report out this week takes a look at some of the reasons behind the rise. What's driving D.C. gun violence? 
Number one reason is personal disputes. That's Christy Love, the executive director of the Criminal Justice Coordinating Council, an independent D.C. agency that identifies public safety challenges. The group released a new report showing that certain posts online play a major role. Videos, music videos that are taunting rival neighborhoods, also posts and photos and other types of videos that can be taunting and perpetuating violence. And she says black residents are impacted the most, with about 95 percent of victims and suspects in homicides being black, despite black residents comprising only 46 percent of the overall population in D.C. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Did you know carjackings here have become a prevalent, very prevalent around our region, in fact, and two local Prince George's County council members say they recently had brushes with the violent crime. Council member Eric Olson says because he was aware of his surroundings, he avoided being carjacked. I am someone who almost recently experienced a carjacking about 30 days ago. Before being briefed by police chief Malik Aziz on carjackings, council member Crystal Oriata said she experienced a recent fright. Me and my mom were driving home maybe like last week and we were being followed and luckily we noticed it. Oriata says she phoned for help. Police Chief Aziz told the panel there were 508 carjackings in the county last year. We've arrested 115 adults and 147 juveniles. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Wednesday morning at 107. He's been on the job for nearly four decades, 40 years, but now a local police chief says he's retiring. After 38 years on the job, Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones announced he's retiring effective July 1st. In his announcement, Jones said the timing is right and that he won't be going far. He'll remain active in the community. Jones was named chief in November of 2019 after serving in the department since 1985. Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich said Jones has served the county during unprecedented times, including the COVID pandemic, the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd, and calls for police reforms. Elrich credited Jones with helping to modernize the department while advocating for his officers. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. On Monday, we learned the Alexandria Police Chief Don Hayes is leaving that job to join the federal government. Good Wednesday morning, January 31st. Glad you're starting your early morning with us. Time now is 108 on WTOP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Well, thinking weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ken Berger. Wednesday here at the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. In the District 17th Street Northwest closed between G Street and Pennsylvania Avenue because of water main repair that will likely go throughout the overnight hours and into the rush hour. Meanwhile, in Virginia, eastbound 66, that accident in the express lanes right at the ramp to Virginia 28 in Sunterville has been cleared, so all lanes are now open. However, still going on is the accident on northbound 95 south of Quantico. Uh, this accident still blocks the center lane and the right lane along with the far right shoulder. You get by without incident to the far left side. Very light volume. Just be aware of the workers out on the scene of this accident activity. So uh, use caution. Move over to the far left lane. You've got plenty of room. Northbound 95 and Dale Boulevard left lane getting by in the work zone. And there are work zones on the southbound side of 95 coming south of Springfield all the way to the Occoquan for survey work with various lane closures. And then southbound 95 just south of Quantico heading all the way into the Fredericksburg area surveying operations. The left shoulder 
Center and the left lane block on the inner loop on the approach to the Springfield Interchange. Mobile alternate enclosures because of maintenance work and more maintenance operations on the Beltway out loop at the American Legion Bridge. You find the right lane is closed. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down. Not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Overcast skies, and there may be a sprinkle or two here for the early morning hours. 34 to 40 degrees. We're above freezing. Anything in terms of snow and accumulation would be in the highest of elevations along the ridges in west of I-81. Your high temperature today, just around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 38 degrees at College Park, 37 Fairfax. We're 40 on the National Mall. Back up a degree to actually down a degree to 38 in our nation's capital. Brought to you in the 1 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, January 31st in TOP. By Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP Wednesday morning at 110, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Jeff Clayball with us. Consumer confidence rose to the highest level in two years this month. The University of Michigan survey finds more caution about spending, though. The number of unfilled jobs rose to 9 million last month. The number of Americans who quit a job fell to a three-year low. Detroit, the most inexpensive big city housing market, is now seeing the fastest rise in prices, up more than 8% from a year ago. Another record close to the Dow Tuesday, up 134 points. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Overseas, the 1 a.m. hour check. Asian stocks remain mainly lower this hour. The Kospi's down by five points. The Hang Seng is down 189. The Shanghai off 20, though the Nikkei is up by 138. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome in. Thanks for starting your early morning with us. Time now is 111. Timing is everything. And if you've been looking for a luxury vehicle, look no further than Select Auto Imports in Alexandria. For 37 years, Select Auto Imports has saved you thousands off MSRP on pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Range Rovers. Now we're expanding and need room for our new showroom. That means lower prices just got lower. Check out hundreds of luxury vehicles at SelectAutoImports.com or visit us on Van Dorn Street in Alexandria. These savings won't last forever. SelectAutoImports.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, last day of this month, January 31st. Thanks for sharing it with us this early morning. If you're just joining us, welcome in. We are glad that you're starting your day with us. Cloudy, mild, chilly by daybreak. Veronica says we should be looking at 35 to 40 on Wednesday morning. Right now, we're looking at 38 degrees. Once again, in our nation's capital. Glad you're with us this morning. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Time now on WTOP is 1.13. This is WTOP News. Boy, do we have a story for you that needs unfolding this morning. After the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Baltimore Ravens for the AFC Championship title to head to the Super Bowl, right-wing media figures started talking about one pop star who was at the game. Now, who could that be? 
Taylor Swift, you say? Well, you would be right. Those figures have started circulating conspiracy theories about Swift now, saying she's part of a plot being staged by the NFL and Democratic Party together to help President Joe Biden win the 2024 presidential election. This morning, Philip Bump, Washington Post national columnist, speaks with our Dimitri Sotis to unravel this story. And boy, does it need some unraveling for you this morning. It's sort of hard to parse, right? You know, it takes many forms. Basically, the suggestion is that it's something other than a coincidence or a fortuitous occurrence that, the, the, you know, the perhaps the most popular singer in the United States, if not the world, is dating this player on a football team, which is now headed to the Super Bowl. And the implication is that this is all somehow arranged. This was this was set up by someone that I guess the games were were staged somehow or the relationship was all in order to somehow boost Joe Biden. Uh, you know, there's, there's nothing really concrete to it. And obviously it's nonsensical. <laughs> you can spend two seconds considering it and you realize that it doesn't make any sense. But but this, this is what they're going with. I, I understand. They've always said, uh, the people that study this quite seriously, that a conspiracy theory really doesn't work without either a grain of truth or something that could sort of be true. Uh, as you've tried to look at this, what what is probable or possible, or is it really all just nonsense? No, I mean, it's just nonsense, right? I mean, it is basically taking two popular things, which is uh, Kelsey and the Chiefs, so, which are going to the Super Bowl, which is the most popular thing in American entertainment in terms of, you know, live programming. Taylor Swift, who is very, very popular, and they're sort of backfilling this idea that, you know, that Taylor Swift, she endorsed Biden in 2020, so it's not like it's a stretch she would endorse him again in 2024, but this is all part of that plot. And, and you know, really what this is about is, A, it's about the attention economy, and you can see these outrageous things, and people pay attention to you, and, and, you know, there's value that people extract from that, but also just this idea that Joe Biden can't win on his own somehow, that, that he has to have these weird conspiracies undergirding his popularity in order for him to win re-election. So it's those two things combined that are centered on this thing that is already getting a ton of attention from everyone in the country. To uh, separate from the conspiracy theory for a moment, for me to ask you a question that I guess is kind of rooted in it. You mentioned uh, Taylor Swift has endorsed Joe Biden, likely to do so again. Because this performer now can change economies, she can go into a city and generate billions of, of dollars, essentially. Uh, wouldn't her endorsement mean a, mean a great deal? Again, all conspiracy theories aside. Yeah, I mean, not, not necessarily. I mean, I, there aren't a lot of people that cast their votes because of entertainers, right? I mean, she did endorsement 2020. He barely won. Then there's lots of factors that, that can come into play. Yeah, her first endorsement was actually in the Tennessee Senate race in 2018. She endorsed the Democratic candidate that year in her home state, and he lost by 12 points, right? So, I mean, these this is this is all very overvalued just by itself. Taylor Swift doesn't have that kind of politics. There's a big difference between selling tickets and, and, and getting votes. So now you know. That's Philip Bump, Washington Post national columnist, talking with our Dimitri Soto. Quick look this Wednesday morning at some of the top stories we're following for you here at TLP. A series of shootings and carjackings locally in D.C. and Prince George's County come to an end with the suspect shot dead by police this week. Montgomery County's police chief announcing he's retiring. This coming, of course, a day after Alexandria's police chief said he would be stepping down from his post. And how does President Joe Biden plan to respond to the killings of three U.S. soldiers over the weekend in Jordan? He says he's got a plan. We'll update you with more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Dad's doctor says it's time to focus on quality of life and comfort. I'm not sure where to start. I'm glad you called Jessa. We can help. When you reach out to Jessa, our hospice nurse will meet you at home for an assessment that's completely covered by Medicare to create a comprehensive care plan so you can truly be present in the moments you and your loved one share. Medicare and most insurances cover hospice 100%. Contact Jessa at JSSA.org. Proudly serving Montgomery County. 
There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Got a good Wednesday morning, January 31st, 31st, I'm trying to say. Welcome in. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. At 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Traffic is first. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Hard to believe we're already through the first month of the new year already. Anyway, on Seventeenth Street and yeah, Seventeenth Street Northwest between G Street and Pennsylvania Avenue, that is shut down because of the broken water main. That repairs probably take through the overnight hours into the rush hour. So adjust your route if you have to. Again, Seventeenth Street Northwest closed between G Street and Pennsylvania Avenue. Northbound ninety five south of Quantico looks the, the accident continues. Central lane, right lane blocked along with the far right shoulder. Move over to the far left side. There are workers out on the roadway at this accident scene, so again, be very careful as you go by the accident. Move over to the far left. You've got plenty of room. The accident is 66 eastbound in the express lanes right at the ramp to Virginia 28 in Centerville. That accident has been cleared. In Maryland, you had the road work that was going on at Annapolis Road, the emergency road work that was pothole, uh, pothole repair. That's been cleared. However, there is maintenance operations going on at the bridge over the Amtrak tracks, and that's uh, going to be an overnightly things for the rest of the winter, it appears, with single left lane closures. And then on the top side of the out loop between Connecticut Avenue and 270, the two right lanes getting by that work zone in Montgomery County, then northbound or southbound 270 up in Frederick County between Maryland 85 Buckystown Pike and Maryland 80 Fingerboard Road up in Urbana, right lane getting by the work zone. The left lane is closed, right lane closed on inbound New York Avenue and Florida Avenue because of the ongoing road work. I'm Ken Berger, W. TOP traffic. The next weather maker has us overcast right now, and there is the possibility of some scattered sprinkles. Temperatures between 34 and 40 degrees were safely above freezing, so not expecting any accumulation. This is a very minor, a very weak weather maker for today. Later, mostly cloudy. Again, the possibility of a sprinkle even for the afternoon. High temperature just under 50 degrees. Delightful for Thursday, partly to mostly sunny around 55 degrees during the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica. Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 38 degrees in Georgetown. It's chilly out this morning, folks. 37 both Bowie and in Leesburg this morning. We are at 37 and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you in the 1 a.m. hour this morning by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Locally, a man was shot Tuesday afternoon in DuPont Circle. We'll update you on that case next. It's 120 on WTOP. Good morning. Now is the perfect time to start on your next success. When you apply to University of Maryland Global Campus by February 12th, you'll pay no application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid courses. Plus, you can earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and work experience. Or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know. 
or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. Good Wednesday morning, January 31st. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. Time now is 122 on your Wednesday morning. This is WTOP News. To the world of sports, as we've been telling you on WTOP this morning, the Baltimore Orioles will soon apparently be under new ownership. Multiple news outlets reporting that the team is being sold to a group led by private equity billionaires David Rubenstein and Mike Arigetti. Rubenstein, who is from Baltimore, started the Carlisle Group. Arigetti lives in New York and is co-founder of the Aries Management Corporation. The new ownership group also includes Orioles legend Cal Ripken Jr., this morning, Baltimore Banner reporter Pamela Wood joins WTLP with more on who exactly David Rubenstein is. I have to believe that there's going to be a lot of excitement for this. You know, Rubenstein is a smart businessman. He's very wealthy. He does a lot of philanthropy. He's just the kind of person that fits in with MLB owners. And, you know, MLB owners have a meeting next week in Florida. So we'll see if this is discussed or if this is part of the agenda there. The deal is estimated this morning to be around $1.7 bucks. Man was shot locally Tuesday afternoon. It happened in DuPont Circle. D.C. police say this morning the man was found in a car at around 4 yesterday at the intersection in the afternoon of Connecticut Avenue and Q Street Northwest near the north entrance of the DuPont Metro Station. Police say this morning the man was conscious and breathing when he was taken to the hospital. At this time, we do not have any additional information. We ask that anyone that does have any information as to what occurred this evening, they please give us a call. That was local police commander Nikki Lippenhouse. Stay with us for more information as it comes in on this developing story Wednesday morning on WTOP. Also this morning, a bill that would ban special treatment when it comes to admissions at Virginia public colleges and universities is on track to head to Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's desk, we're told. That bill, which stops the practice of colleges handing out acceptance letters to legacy applicants, has passed the Virginia House already. The Virginia Mercury reports an identical bill apparently passed the Virginia Senate just last month, and now both bills must pass the opposite chamber. In addition, this morning, a Fairfax County man we hear was sentenced to 100 years behind bars for stabbing a Target co-worker to death in a parking lot at the store in the Bailey's Crossroads area. 25-year-old Basin Berry actually pleaded guilty in October to first-degree murder in the killing from April of 2021. 58-year-old Hernan Levy was killed in that incident. The Washington Post reports that Barry described to a judge it was caused by a fit of rage, apparently. Authorities said that Barry, then 22, attacked Levy with knives and a hammer when the victim actually came to work. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. One in three adults over the age of 65 will experience vision loss. And among working-age adults, diabetes is the leading cause of blindness. At Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, they work to train adults and children on how to travel and live independently, find and maintain employment, and much more. Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind even provides low-vision exams. Learn more about this local, region-wide nonprofit, Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, as well as ways to engage and volunteer by visiting www.clb.org. That's CLB.org. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, last day of the month. Thanks for sharing it with us this early morning, January 31st at 125. Sports at 25 and 55. 
Let's check in now with Mr. Rob Woodfork this morning. Two college basketball games of local interest went the other way. George Washington shot just 32% and made only 5 of 29 from three-point range in an 83-61 loss to number 21 Dayton, the Revs' fourth straight defeat. VCU lost a 67-62 heartbreaker at St. Bonaventure, blowing a 20-point lead and missing multiple tries for the game-tying three at the end. The loss sends a five-game win streak overall and their Division I best 11 straight wins in true road games. A pair of top five upsets, third-ranked North Carolina lost their first conference game to Georgia Tech in the final seconds and number five Tennessee stunned by South Carolina on their home courts. Up a level, the NBA All-Star Weekend's three-point shootout will be the first 